Evening, everyone. <laughs> yeah, good to be back. How are you? I've missed everyone. Francis, I don't have uh, nowhere to look at who. Ah, all right. Anyway, how is everyone doing? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we give thanks to God this evening? Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercies. We thank you for your faithfulness. Hallelujah. We thank you for your love that endures for a lifetime. Not a lifetime, oh God. Your love endures for all eternity, Father. For those who love you, for those who fear you, for those who know your name. Father, we thank you that we are called by your name. Father, we thank you that we are washed by the blood of Jesus. Father, we thank you that we are a blessed people. We are blessed because, hallelujah, we've been forgiven all our sins. All our iniquities have been rolled away. All our sins have been taken away, Father. We've been acquitted. We've been set free. We've been justified freely from all things. And there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So um, quickly, quickly, if you know anyone who is meant to be here, who is not yet here, let me see. Let me see. Oh, I've missed everyone. Hi, Nkechi. Nkechi is here. Hello, Sister Barbara. Ayo, how are you? Chinazo, <laughs> uh, you're blessed. Emanuela, Sister Emanuela, it's been a while. We haven't chatted at all. Okay, we have two Emanuelas here. We have Emanuel Olushegu and we have uh, the other Emanuel, Emanuela Musa, right? Yes, give me a thumbs up if I'm correct. Praise God, Sister Emanuela. Um, I haven't forgotten our children's church curriculum, okay? I've already spoken to Sheila about it, so we'll get about that very soon. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Eva is here. Eva, you are blessed. You're welcome. Favor, favor. How are the babies doing? Uh, which favor is this now? Is this favor from Germany or favor from Abuja? <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, Francis, how are you? 
Hey, Dorian, you are blessed. If York, if York is doing good, I know if York is doing good. iPhone von Testen, is that a German name? <laughs> iPhone von Testen, is that a German name? I mean, inclusive of the iPhone. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Sister Justina, you are blessed. Lisa, how are you? How is your son doing? Mkechi, yay. How are you? How is the clan? How is everyone? Uh, Sister Lola. Lola is Ifoma. How are you? You're blessed. You're blessed. Sister Renita. Sister Renita, how are you? How are the girls? Um, it must be pretty cold where you are right now, East Coast. I don't envy you at all. <laughs> Sister Rhoda, God bless you. I've missed everyone, so I'm calling everyone up by name. Sister Stella, Stella, how are you? Yes, also, it must be very, very cold where you are. You're in the, you are in Ireland or Scotland, one of the two. I think so. I hope I'm right. <laughs> Sister Tamara, who is Tamara Dem? Is that Mercy? That's not Mercy. Okay, Sister Tamara. I don't think I know your face. I'll be happy to see your face. Uh, Sister Temitokwe and my children. Temitokwe has three of my children in her house. We're sharing the children. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Tommy's iPhone. Tommy, are you a guy or you're a lady? I don't know. Sister Yewande, Sister Yvonne. Sister Yemi, you're still here? Oh. Wow, this person is called Jesus Christ. Wow, that's a powerful name. I like to have that name. <laughs> ah, you left. <laughs> Jesus Christ just left. <laughs> Come back, Lord. Come, Lord Jesus. <laughs> we want to see you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, well, anyone else who joins us, God bless you. Thank you for coming. Deborah is here. My sister and her family are here. My precious daughter is here. Chinedum, glory to God. Sister Foluke just joined us. Sister Glory, Sister Grace, my sister Helen. How is the ministry doing? Awesome. I'd like to visit one of these days. Please invite me just to visit, not to preach, just to visit, to be a part of what you're doing. Praise God. Uh, let me see. Aha, uh -huh, my powerful sister, Pastor Chinere, is here. Glory to God, Chinere Adegboye. That's a powerful evangelist. I honor you. You're doing such a great job in the kingdom of God, bringing them in into the kingdom. Awesome. Please, when you bring them in, bring them to open book so we can build them up, okay? Hallelujah. After we come in, we need to be raised. We need to be raised. We need to be raised. Cannot be overemphasized. Very important to raise believers, hallelujah, raise songs unto God. Glory to God, Sister Victoria, awesome. Pastor Chudi, ah, Pastor Chudi, my father is here. These are my fathers, hallelujah. Thank you so much, sir, for honoring us with your presence this evening. Chinere, Chinere is from Bielsa, all the way from Bielsa. I think that's the Chinere. Praise God, Sister Bimbo, Sister Bimbo, you are blessed. Glory to God, God has put an ointment all over your face. Praise God, that ointment is an ointment of joy. Hallelujah. Joy has come. The kingdom of God is righteousness, 
his peace and his joy in the Holy Ghost. It doesn't matter what we go through. Satan would never have enough power to take away our joy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Awesome. Okay. So tonight, just this is our last um, open book for the year. I believe we'll be back. Uh, let me see now. I believe we'll be back on the, the back open book should be back on the 17th of January. Our first meeting um, open book will be on the 17th of January. If otherwise, we would communicate to you. I think it will be on the 17th of January. Praise God. We need three weeks vacation. It's been a long, long year of back-to-back meetings, prayers, fastings, and uh, we just need to go back, you know, chew on what we have learned, not go to sleep. Don't ever go to sleep because of Christmas holidays. Don't ever try it. Don't ever try. Don't cover your Bible because of Christmas holiday. Don't shut down your prayer room because of Christmas holiday. But you can stop going for meetings. I agree. Um, and all the things you've learned over the year, pull out your notebooks if you if you wrote notes and read through them. Read through them. Check the things that the Lord spoke to you, the words that came to you as the rema. Check some of the things that are meant to have come to pass as at this time in your life. Check them and see prophetic words you received, encouragements you received, whispers of the Holy Ghost into your ears. Check what has happened, how far you've gone. Then examine yourself. Look at the things that you've left, the angers you've left behind. Check the lying system. Check the worldliness. You know, check the envy, those things that tug at the heart. You know, look at them and check and see if you've journeyed a bit. Praise God. And then if you see the things you've achieved, don't just, don't relax, don't laugh, you know, enter into your closet and pray prayers of consolidation. Because the Bible says in the book of Hebrews that we must give the most earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we let them sleep. Praise God. Please, my uh, coordinators for Lamb's Wife, check on your people. We're still below number. We're just about 42 on uh, Zoom. I don't know how many we are on Facebook, but... Um, we need more people to join us on Zoom. Praise the Lord. So I'm gonna who who is ready to share something? I did send out my the invitation for this evening's meeting, and clearly, um, I did say I wasn't going to minister. I was we're just going to share with one another, and um, I want to hear how the Lord has dealt with you from this bouquet of ministry, and uh, not only just open book, but um, kevadulam generally. The things you've gleaned from and you want to share with us the things that you know the scriptures are open to you or just things that you know moved your life forward you want to share it you don't have to share personal testimonies okay uh, there are times to share personal testimony there are times not to if you're impressed to share go ahead and share but if you think you need to incubate on them for a while keep it quiet but let's hear the word let's hear your spiritual growth that one no one can take that from you okay so who who is the first to go who can teach us for five minutes, share something, you know, awesome. If you don't raise your hand, I'm gonna call you. Awesome, Sister Renita, yes. I, you know, Sister Renita, I was talking about you yesterday with my husband. And I told my husband that I'm afraid of you. I told my husband that in two years time, Sister Renita is going to be ahead 
of all Amen. of us in these ways. <laughs> she's in every meeting. She's in every prayer meeting. She's in every short in. She's in every uh, stretch prayers. I'm like, what? What kind of a hunger is this? <laughs> At this rate, uh, you'll be you'll be the one ministering in two years. I assure you. You, you know, you'll be doing awesome things. Okay, not just doing awesome things. You would have become awesome. You know, the glory of God in you would have been so much that you'd be radiating. Your face will be shining like the face of an angel. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah so just yesterday, I was talking about you. So let's let's hear what you've what the Lord has blessed you with. And she joins us with six seven hours time difference. She lives in New Jersey or New York, somewhere in the East Coast. You know, amazing. Let's hear you. Thank you, Mama. Uh, my sister. Renita is yeah. an Indian. <laughs> you can hear me, right? Yes, cloud, okay. loudly. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mama. Uh, it uh -huh. has been such an honor for me, you know, to be here. <clears throat> I like, like you guys have preached, you know, this is like Rehoboth for me. Uh. I have been digging wells and wells and wells, and there was no peace. No mm. peace. I was not learning. I was not growing. <clears throat> And I started seeking the Lord and somehow he led me here. And now I feel, you know, that I am being fed. I am not drinking milk anymore. You know, I've been getting solid food. Mm. So there is no way I would not come up and say something today, you know. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I'm so blessed. Thank you yeah. so much for whatever you guys are doing. <laughs> So teach us something, teach us something. Don't just, yeah, you've grown. I see you're chewing bones. You're not just eating meat. You're drinking milk. I teach milk. You're drinking milk. My husband teaches meat. Francis yes. teaches bones. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I see you everywhere. <laughs> so let me hear, you know, just share something with us. Okay. And to add to that is I'm also going to the retreat uh, in Charlotte. With Yay. the team, <laughs> finally, I made our first Kivadulam retreat in America. Praise the Lord! Just yeah. happening organically, you know, yes. God is just doing His thing all by Himself. Praise the Lord! Yes, yes, okay, yeah. Um, so, mm -hmm. that's about it. Do you want to know anything else? <laughs> yes, yes, I said you need to teach us something, share a word with us, share a scripture, throw a light, you know, let someone. Say, this is what Sister Renita said today that blessed me. Okay. Mm. Okay. Just trying to think if I have a word. <laughs> um, the Lord told me that he's going to do something new in my life. I don't know what that is, but he's, some, he's doing something new. Mm -hmm. And uh, <clears throat> this goes back to scripture, I think Isaiah 43. He, say, he said that, you know, the whole things have gone. New, uh, do not consider the old things. All things have passed away. I will do something new. Amen. And, and I trust that he's doing something new in my life. That's right. That's <clears throat> right. That's right. I believe that too. I believe it 100%. Amen. 100%. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Thank God you. bless you. Thank you. Okay. So who else on the line? Who has something to share with us?
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not waste time. Who has something to share with us? Please, can you share something? Okay, Sister Emanuela, can you share something with us? Emanuela Olusheg. Oh, okay, Sister Stella. Okay, Emanuela, just hold on. Let's hear from Sister Stella. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So um, I'm joining um, from the Lord's, um, the Lamb's wife, um, discipleship class. Mm -hmm. And um, I was introduced, or rather it was brought to my notice by Sister Rhoda. Sister Rhoda and mm -hmm. I have known ourselves for I don't know how many years now, maybe 20 years off and on like that. Mm -hmm. And she brought it to my knowledge that the discipleship um, program was going to take place. And I decided to, to join because um, I've been born again for many years now, but I have notice like a deeper hunger you know a new desire for something deeper something richer something you know a deeper kind of more intimate relationship you know with god and when i heard about the discipleship program i decided to, to join so that i can you know get to that point and that's why i joined and i want to thank god because so far it's been a jolly ride. Um, I'm learning quite a lot in a different way. I mean, like, so um, I'm, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm discovering Christianity in a new, fresh way um, because it's all different from what I'm used to, you know. Um, it's a Pentecostal church and all of that, but it's pretty different. I cannot really point my finger. I, I think maybe the rawness of the word and that desire for um, for more of God's presence, more of God's person in us. I think that is the part that is resonates a lot with me. And I must tell you, um, Momichi, that I missed the heart series you started. That was something very personal for me. Um, I don't know what happened, but I thought you were going to go um, go into it more and somewhere along the line I don't know we didn't see the heart series anymore so that one spoke a lot to me I learned a lot from the heart series talking about the different kinds of hearts you know you know the the parable of the sower referring to it as different kinds of hearts and um, yeah I was just waiting to to get all the different kinds of hearts but so far the ones you had shared resonated a lot with me because it, um, it got me to understand that the state of our hearts as Christians really matter a lot. The state of our hearts matter a lot. And um, we need to deal with whatever it is from the heart first. Uh, that the inside before it will surface on the outside. And then the bloodline series that is ongoing right now is also teaching me a lot. Knowing that, you know, that because I belong to the bloodline of Jesus, therefore, when that part of the Bible says that God um, is going to, um, the sins of the fathers will, will go to the generation or to the third generation, thank God my father is God and he doesn't carry any sin. So I don't belong to that bloodline anymore. That is a joy for me to realize that 
it's a very deep thing to know that. Thank God, thank God. I'm just so grateful. I just, I'm so grateful to end the year like this. For me, it's a joy and it's something I'm very thankful for. I just want to thank God for this opportunity. God bless you all. Thank you. God bless you so much, Sister Stella. God bless you so much. And I just want to encourage you and everything you have learned, take it into your closet, okay? Um, one of the mistakes that we make as believers, as believers, you know, when we hear knowledges, when we hear revelation, you know, things that open up our, our inheritances for us, when we hear them, we feel good about them and we go to sleep. Now, hearing them alone is not enough, okay? So these things you have heard, make them a part of your daily life by declaring them in a place of in the place of prayer whenever you're praying you know declare them i have a new bloodline because jesus is my father my father has no sin i'm not subject to the consequences of the sins of my natural father in the name of jesus father i thank you because you are my father abraham is my father in the flesh abraham is a righteous man because i am christ i am abraham's seed you know you use that in the place of a dedicate a specific a, enough time a rich time in the in a, uh, whenever you're praying to make these declarations in the presence of god okay and out of these declarations declare your day declare the things you want to see change you want to see change declare the way you need your life to go okay if your life is going on a on this direction bring that life right back through those declarations that you're making hallelujah awesome that's so good okay so um i wanted to hear from uh uh sister emanuela olushegu uh, Sister Stella, God bless you again, again and again. I don't know if I'm mistaken, but I, it looks like I could hear um, tears from your voice. Um, and I'm sure that, that that's just uh, gratitude to God for how richly he has blessed you in this season. Praise the Lord. All right. Uh, Sister Emanuela, Emanuela Lucia. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. God bless you, Mark. And um Good evening, everyone. First, um, I would like to thank you so much for what I have learned by coming into this ministry. The authority in which, you know, by how you teach us, the authority. So it's it's just so real, so um, practical. And I remember sending you that I just have to say this as an aside. I always like it when you also post out into smiling and giggles, especially when you're talking. <laughs> you are doing it right now, actually. <laughs> you know, when you're talking with so much authority, you just go into, you know, and it, it's just one of those things I just had to um, mention as an aside. I always like it. <laughs> so you have um, taught me on how to stand as a Christian, knowing my rights and my privileges. I remember there was a series we had or a program where we were praying the Psalms in the middle of the night around two, I think it was 2 a.m. UK time, I think 3 a.m. Nigerian time. time yeah. And we used to pray the Psalms. The authority in which you used to pray those Psalms, it was like, no nonsense that used to really encourage me a lot so that is one thing when i was thinking about you when you said today would be the last um when i saw the notice that today will be the last um for the year the oh, last God, yeah. yes for the i thought wow that is one thing i is my take home the way you have made me realize my rights in christ my privileges and to stand my 
ground against the wiles and the tricks and the lies of the enemy. So I'd like to thank this ministry so much for that. And um, what the Lord has been placing on my heart recently, and it's something you said earlier, I've taken in so much this year. What am I doing with what I have taken in? And it's good to reflect. I like when you started and said, yes, we should rest, but rest is not to sleep. Rest is to meditate on everything we have taken in. And recently the Lord has been speaking to me and it's in John 14 um, verse 15, when he says, if you love me, keep my commands. And it's as if the Lord is trying to say to me, it's not as if he's coming down on me with them. Um, how do I put it? Like, oh, boom, boom, boom. You know, as if, if you don't keep my... But he's trying to say to me that his commandments are not burdensome. They're for my good. It's, and it's no point receiving all this and not leaving it. I read something today on Facebook. One of my friends, who is a minister, he mentioned something about obedience. He said, because he's a very young minister, lovely guy, he said years ago, he met, um, it was a healing line, and the mother came with her child who had was autistic, and I think had, is it something, attention, deficiency, I don't know what, how to, I don't know what it's really called. And the Lord just said to him, just hug the boy when he comes to you. And he felt, just hug him, this is a healing line, you know, I'm supposed to be praying, compassion, but he obeyed. Years later, he saw the mother and the boy, and the mother came and jumped uh, you know, Nelson and said, thank you, sir. Mm. You know, since that day, the boy has improved. He's well, he's this, and literally healed. So he was talking yeah. about the importance of obedience. That it might sound crazy. It might not look like it. It might not sound like, it might not look logical. And it's amazing that I read that. And the Lord has been talking to me too about obedience. That Emmanuela, some things may not seem like, for instance, forgiveness, for instance. Loving your enemies. Praying for those who despitefully use you. Mm. Now he's not expecting it, expecting me to do it in my own power. He okay. says, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit. For as long as I agree with him and say, you know, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. If you say this person, you are aware of what had happened even before it happened, and you still say, I should forgive. You are God. You are Lord. Your word is true. I agree with you. For as long as I agree with you, that's the beginning of the healing process. Hmm. He would come along with me and as, long as, as long as I cooperate with him, he will give me that grace, that hmm. empowerment, that enablement by his Holy Spirit. Hmm. And I find it is so, um, it's so true. Recently, I was so hurt by something that a family member did. And a friend encouraged me to just, that if I can't pray for the person, he, she said, pray in, the sp pray in tongues, speak in tongues regarding that person. Because hmm. you'll be praying the mind of the Father, isn't it? And hmm. I realized when I said praying in the Spirit regarding these people, truly like joke like joke man i suddenly realized i started really it was like a miracle i just mm. found myself releasing my heart and then i found myself being able to now sort of pray for them now in my own known language mm -hmm. so the whole summary of what i'm trying to say here is while we've listened to everything we shouldn't just be hearers and not doers and then you know making a mockery of the whole thing Mm -hmm. Let's be very practical about it. And if we feel it's hard, just trust the Lord. He had the Holy Spirit within us. He will never tell us to do anything that is impossible for us to do because we have the Holy Spirit. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is within us. And that's just my take on everything. Thank you, Ma. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sister Emanuela. Let me see if there's a guy here I can call. Let me see. So it's not a, it's not a women's meeting. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, I can see uh, brother David. David is here. David Rain. David, can you um, share something the Lord has blessed you with since you've been a part of Open Book, Kevadulam Experience, you know, um, share something in five minutes what someone can take away. Is wow. he there? Awesome. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm there. Awesome. Yeah. Good evening, Ma. Good evening. Good evening, family. I I just want to use the opportunity to say thank you, Mommy, for uh, your teachings. Uh, it has been uh, a great blessing to myself. It has actually shaped me the more. Uh, it has actually also helped me to become the better me in Christ. Uh, at, it has also shaped my prayer life, my meditation, my commitment to the word of God and to prayer. Uh, give Adoram experience, it's, it's, actually, it's actually awesome. You know, I, I just came in, uh, when I came into Lagos, I just met, Adoram is actually the, one of the ministries that God actually I saw, and uh, when I become part of it, in short, today I was just meditating uh, on the ministry. I was like, that this ministry, Kevadoram, is not, I wouldn't know whether we actually know much about it. I was like saying to myself that this is actually uh, a, a major gate into the city, that this is, this is, this is a, an, an entrance gate into the city. And uh, it, it's a porter, you know, it's not just, a ministry it's, it's actually it's actually can i use what i don't know how to use the gate into the city don't worry about that just uh, <laughs> when we get to heaven we'll find out <laughs> just share with speaking. us you know share something you've learned that someone else can you know take away and someone can, that can bless someone else okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> And thank so, you, anyways. Yeah, but let's 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 move away from there. <laughs> okay, so uh, I've learned a lot, and one of them is actually on the aspect of, of the blessing, uh, uh, which yeah. we discussed on our, our last last retreat. Uh, the impact of that meeting, I'm still meditating mm. on the whole experience because it has actually shaped me the more. Uh, make me more effective and effectual in my Christian work. Uh, it has actually left me with a consciousness which I'm still building upon on how blessed I am and how far I can go if I can actually trade on that blessing. In short, okay, I I want, actually, I want, the more I meditate on to, it, I... I want you to bring out something. What does it mean to be blessed? What What did you learn? You what said, what I said, I want you to bring out something, a core, the core of that message. What does it mean to be blessed? What makes you a blessed man? Okay, what, what makes me a blessed man is, uh, number one is because uh, I have, uh, my sins are forgiven. I have, uh, I have access to God as a child of God. Uh, I have the presence of God in my life. 
you know, like the scripture, we, we actually, uh, that was the anchor, that retreat, that, uh, you know, that uh, we've been delivered from uh, the hands of our enemy may serve him without fear. So mm-hmm. I found that, that being blessed is I have an unlimited access to the father as a son. I have, uh, you know, there's no restriction that, mm-hmm. that the, you know, the Bible says that when the spirit comes, we cry out the father, that the relationship I have with the father is not just, it's not just as a God, you know, I have this personal relationship as a father, he's a father to me and I'm a son to him. And the implication of that is that he is responsible to me as a father. And also I, I have a relationship with him as a son. And like the scripture say that a, a father who cannot take care of his family is loved And if he does so, I want to meditate more on that. I found out that, that the, my relationship with him as a father, not just as a God, you know, as a father that, that it, I have access into the riches of his grace, that whatever that belongs to him actually belongs to me as a, as a, as a, as a child. That it also helped in my prayer life. There's some certain things I don't pray because I have understanding uh, that it's actually my, uh, I, my prayer is more of a intercession uh, because I understand that one of the things I, I am, I'm asking is actually my, by the reason of uh, inheritance and by the reason of being a child of God. Amen. So, all right. Thank uh, you. Probably thank you. Uh, there. Yes. For, because of time, um, I want to grind a little on that, you know, the blessing. I want to encourage everyone to please, if you are not subscribed to our Telegram platform, um, it's not an interactive platform, so it's not a busy platform at all. It's just where all the messages that we teach, open book, my husband teaches during what for now, or Francis, you know, all the messages are dumped there. So you can go back and listen again and again and again. Subscribe to that message. Subscribe to that platform if you haven't subscribed. I think um, Francis is going to put the link on the chat um, um, page. Excuse me. But you know, the core, what makes one a blessed man is sin free. We are sin free. We have been freely justified. That's what makes you different from your neighbor. That's what makes you different from your brother who is um, same father, same mother, but an unbeliever. That's what makes you different from the whole world. When the Bible says that God has preferred you above all the nations or all the peoples of the world the reason for that preference is because when god sat you he sees a righteous man you are freely and truly justified from all things by which satan would have condemned you because the key to satanic oppression satanic attacks is sin And once a child of God is able to come to the understanding that he is a righteous man, he has no sin. And so Satan lacks the right, Satan lacks the authority to afflict him. Now, when you begin to say that, it doesn't look like things would change. It doesn't look like Satan would back off. Sometimes it might, you know, appear that he gets more ferocious, but don't be deceived by all that. He's already scared by that realization that you have, that you're a blessed man. So all you need to do is to put your foot down and and enforce your reality. And this is your reality. Hallelujah. 
and in the course of that enforcing your reality if ever you do anything wrong don't waste time don't waste a minute to ask for forgiveness don't waste a minute to apply the blood don't waste a minute to break bread take communion and declare that yes your sins are forgiven you you stand sinless a righteous man before god and through this blood of jesus you have access to the presence of the father hallelujah what jesus did for us is to bring us access to the father do you know that do you know that before jesus came men could not walk into the throne of god they had no access they had to go through a priest a priest if you commit sin a priest you have to go to the temple and they will offer sacrifices for you the high priest of israel had to go on behalf of the whole nation into the holy of holies to receive atonement for the whole nation but today you and i have unhindered access to the presence of the father hallelujah that's what makes you a blessed man praise god all right let me take let me look for another guy i'm seeing francis uh francis omishore is that francis O? yeah i thought i saw that is he still here francis omishore are you here Or who is Francis O? Are you able to unmute? Hello, Mama. Good hey. evening, Ma. Good evening. <laughs> I was actually afraid you would call. <laughs> I was about to run up. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> but, um, Okay, just to um, respond, I, I, I don't know. I, I've got to be probably the slowest uh, disciple you have on the... That, that's this, okay. Uh, <laughs> Long patience, that's okay. <laughs> okay, so, but indeed, I've, um, I've learned a lot. I've benefited a lot from the different cycles of the discipleship. And one of the things I've noticed that it has helped me to do is to at least keep me within. Um, before I you know, began to participate in Keva Abdullah activities, I, I had lost interest in a lot of things. Um, I was no longer, you know, active in church. I was no longer interested in in the things of God, really. But um, coming to this platform, I'm beginning to dig deep into some of the teachings and uh, the word I've been exposed to. It's kept me, kept me because one, I can see that um, I'm beginning to pant for more, even though I, I believe I could, um, I could be more uh, devoted, more uh, hungry uh, with the amount of material that you know one has access to, uh, but nonetheless, uh, it continues to you know um, keep me interested, basically, and um, that has that for me is it's something you know different from where uh, the state had been in. And um, 
In terms of teachings, uh, I think I've, I've really benefited from, you know, learning about the fatherhood of God, learning about being blessed, you know, like um, just the previous um, um, speaker said, you know, the fact that I actually have, um, you know, been forgiven. I think there was a scripture you once prayed with in Psalm, if I recall, should be Psalm 30 something. I can't remember which talks about, um, you know, blessed is the man whose sins are forgiven. I don't know if it's 30 something or one touch something. I can't remember, um, you know, whose sins are forgiven, who's, you know, that the Lord does not, you know, retain, accounts. you know, yeah, accounts of his sins. And, you know, so, I mean, that's a kind of blessing that it, it makes me understand or appreciate a little, you know, of the love of God. You know, uh, there's a prayer we continue to pray in, uh, you know, the, the one, the, the Pauline prayer in um, uh, what you call Ephesians, which talks about, you know, understanding the length, the breadth, and the extent of the love of God, you know. And uh, the more one meditates on those scriptures, you begin to appreciate how much, how much, because, you um, if you if I look at myself, I mean the things I've done, the things I've uh, or the things I still am exposed to, and I see the grace of God, I see the mercy of God, I see His love that actually you know preserve uh, me. It makes me um, actually begin to uh, think twice about how how to love him back, you know, and uh, I think it's at that stage where I'm praying for might, um, I'm, I'm still seeking God for might, so uh, both the fatherhood of God and the fact that we're blessed, you know, as a people, as, as his children, uh, those are the two important things I, I would say that um, I really um, stayed with me um, in recent times. All right. So, thank you, thank so you very much. much. Um, Francis, yeah. God bless you. And the two, two wisdoms that has come to you is enough to bring you out of any pit. It's enough to bring you out of any pit. If you would wake up every morning and say to yourself 200 times, that you are a blessed man and you're not a cursed man. If you would say to yourself, you wake up in the morning after 6 a.m. prayers, everybody has gone. You just stay where you are and declare that you are blessed and not cursed. Say it to yourself 200, 300 times and speak in other tongues. In less than two weeks, you give me a call. Because the revelations you have is enough to bring you out of any pit. Now, you know, Jesus has conquered death. Jesus has destroyed him that has the power of death. That is a message I would like to go through every child of God. Because I have found out that most of God's children are afraid of death. I see people's subconscious reactions in times of danger. I saw many people's reactions during COVID. Those that didn't say out how they were feeling I saw 
body movements. I saw expressions, all of them loaded with fear. And I'm like, how could we be this afraid when nothing has come upon the earth? So you see why I chose to take time to deal with these fundamental things so that all of God's children can enjoy, oh my God, can enjoy the safety called Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible says that his name is a what? Is a strong tower. He said the righteous run into it. They are already righteous, but many righteous are out of that name. But when the righteous run into it, they are what? They are safe. They are safe. So that, that revelation of being blessed, you are not cursed. Bible says that Christ has been made a curse for us. Cursed is he. He said, as it is written, cursed is he who hung on the tree or who hangs on the tree praise god for what purpose that the blessings of abraham may come upon the gentiles that we may receive the promise of the spirit through faith hallelujah so you are not a cursed man you are a blessed man and you know the mistakes or the misteachings the the error in some of the teachings that we hear is that when people enjoy the forgiveness of sin, it leads them into lasciviousness. That is not grace. That is not the blessing I'm talking about. The blessing I'm talking about is the blessing of the grace of God that sanctifies, that purifies, that when you realize that you're a man that has been washed of your sins, the last thing you want to see is to see the spots of sin on your body. You want to stay as pure as the revelation of the person that you have received. Praise God. Because what gives you access to his presence is righteousness. Not a man laden with sin. A man whose guilt, whose conscience is loaded with sin, even if he has received forgiveness of sins, will not have the courage and the boldness to enter into the presence of God. And God wants us in his presence all the time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay, let me call... Um, and I hope you heard me clearly, Francis. I hope you heard me clearly. I gave you a word to go and fight with. Praise God. Let me call Nkechi. Nkechi, let me hear. And if there's, after Nkechi, I'll take one more person and then we'll begin to pray. I'd like us to pray a bit. So if you want to be that one person, just um, um, raise up your hand and let's hear what you want to share with us yep good evening i'm laughing because i was like oh my god i hope she doesn't call me <laughs> good evening good evening so you're the one that called yourself <laughs> the things which you feared has greatly come upon you <laughs> okay well um i just thank god for for kevadulam i mean i think before like in 2020 when i first came in contact with you and your your family's ministry um i was like wow this is literally one of the fewest places in the whole world that i'm hearing truth and i'm seeing fearless uh, fearless gospel being preached so i was like hmm but um fast forward to this year early in the year i just felt like i was in kind of like a wilderness period with um with my walk. I mean, I still love God, still fear God, but it was just not the same. Um, I think I had shared in Lamb's Wife program before that 
all the cares of life was just choking my relationship with God so badly. And I just really wanted to just run away, to be honest. But God blessed me with um, uh, our third child. And basically that coincided with a time of leave from work, which has just been the most blessed time. And I've shared with my um, lamb's wife uh, partners, accountability partners, that my new year began when we kicked off this program. Um, and I think it's part, it's, it's partly, it's just, it's just too many things. Just the word is rich. You know, we have accountability through not only our group coordinators, uh, Sister Rhoda um, and uh, each other, but it's like, if we actually mess around and do the things that we're being asked to do, we are getting closer to Jesus. I've gotten closer to Christ, you know, in ways like I just can't even explain. Like I'll be sitting down randomly and just think about what I heard and just start weeping, you know, just different things. God is really just, it's like my, my year has started. A new, a new season has begun and I'm seeing just so many results. The authority that God is um, empowering me to, to now execute is different too. Um, especially from that knowledge of we are blessed. And I know we've talked about it over and over and over and over again, but I'm really like fighting anyone or anything that tries to kind of like contend with that word um, right now. So um, I think uh, what, I, what I would want to just add is, you know, the, the tenderness of the tenderness of God and being able to like just just, just to be tender again is, is one of the things that I've, I've, I've come to really um, appreciate the most. You know, um, we, we like to do things and we like to like pray, we like to fast, but sometimes just being, being tender and vulnerable with, with God again um, is, is so necessary. So that's, that's where, that's what I'm kind of, that's where I am right now and just dwelling on that. And he's changing me from the inside out. Um, I can tell from just my family members, how they're reacting to me. And I just want to say, thank God. I just, just thank God. So it's like, it's like morning, morning again. It was, it felt like dark. Uh, it was felt like evening and nighttime was just extending for the whole year, but I I've received clear instruction. I've, I've received clear revelation. Um, my bloodline is not cursed. Uh, because God is my father. I mean, we've said it over and over and over again, but it's for real. And I'm, I, I'm so excited, so excited for what God is not going to do, not just in myself, but all of us mm. as we face 2023 with, with boldness, with fearlessness, with, with, with the word as our foundation, you know, we are, we're, we're becoming that company of people who are, uh, permit me to say dangerous because we know who we are now you know we know who we are and we can actually be the hands and feet of christ in this generation to god be the glory love you so much love you so much everyone loves you everyone here is a lover hallelujah <laughs> you want to say something <laughs> okay francis wants to say something <laughs> go ahead <laughs> Okay, so um, I remember um, this was during one of the Lamb's Wives. Time for this. There we go. Hello, everyone. 
There we go. Okay, cool. We're good. <laughs> okay, so during the Lamb's Wife um, retreat, um, you were talking about how every part of our body is meant to bring is an offering unto God. And you spoke about the different body parts and the priestly significance in the scriptures. And that just rocked, that rocked me. I don't know how long, just now, the memory came back to me. I have this posture when I'm engaging the word, I found myself subconsciously engaging again because of how many times that, that hit me or whatever. And I was like, oh, wow. So that's why I wanted to share that. Just the fact that every part of our body is meant to offer incense unto God. And how dare we allow Satan, sickness, in any way, form, or fashion, um, deny the Lord his worship that he's worth. So we shouldn't take that um, symptom um, as a, oh, just allow the devil to just continue. He's stealing worship that belongs to God. I thought that was so powerful. The part that got to me was how you went over the individual body parts. And I know people, there's this individual cancers now for like individual places, okay. cancer of the disc, cancer of that guy. And then just to find those verses, this heart, it belongs to God. Right. This kidney belongs to God. My entrails right. belong to God. Right. My thighs, my That's body right. parts. I, it just, it was incredible. So I hope that blesses right. someone. That's right. That's right. That was powerful. Um, <laughs> um, I think it's only Lamb's Wife um, community that had the privilege of listening to that um, message where um, in the course of just um, sharing with one another, you know, the truth of God's word that came out was, you know, this body uh, uh, is so important to God and that's why Satan desperately wants it, you know, desperately wants to destroy it. And without the, your body, you have no ministry on the earth. Praise God. Now, it's not just enough to have a body that moves from the bedroom to the living room, moves from the house. To, but your body is a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. Now, if you listen to my husband during what for now, you know, um, particularly when he was teaching on um, priesthood, um, you would understand that we are meant to be offering sacrifices to God through the members of our body, through our body. Now, if you break it down, if you go into the old covenant and see what the priests, they do with those animals that were being offered to God, that's actually who you are. That's a type and shadow of yourself, okay? And how the animals will be opened up into two. Okay, you can go and read up the sacrifice of Abraham. He cut up the animal, opened it up into two right and the lord walked on it the lord walked on it praise god so now now the bible says in the book in, in the new testament it said that the spirit of god will parambulate he said i will walk in you i will walk in them so that that word walk in them is parambulating is the feet of the lord stamping on every part of our inward parts every part of our body so now you see those sacrifices in the Old Testament. The liver was for the high priest. The heart was for the high priest. The, the kidney was for the high priest. The, the fat of the, of the, of the lobes, the, the pancreas, the intestines, the colon, soft. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? The hips, the thighs, come on. The heart, the fleshly tables of your heart. Uh, now, having these beautiful revelations and meditating on them meditating on them and meditating on them until they become your reality your breasts the breast of the animal was special the fat of the breast was special it was a holy offering unto the lord the wave offering bible calls that the wave offering unto the lord praise god so it was at that meeting we shared those of you are not in lamb's wife get ready to join us um 
<laughs> when we resume the next session, which, which will be, should be sometime in May or June. I'm not sure. Sister Rhoda would know for sure. Uh, so yeah, those, so those are some of the truths that have, you know, come out and blessed a lot of people. Uh, but these messages are, like I said, go back to join us on the Telegram chat and go build yourself up with while you're eating chicken. It's okay to eat chicken this holiday. Three weeks, no fasting, okay? <laughs> for some people, for some people, it might be a time, you know, pay attention to your consecration. Pay attention to what the Lord wants to do with you. Don't join the bandwagon. You don't have to eat them cakes. You don't have to eat the chicken. It could be a time to just shut in and be with the Lord. Okay. Um, so, but while if you're whether you're eating or you're not eating, ensure that you're building your life up strong with his word. All right. So let's take Sister Chair. As a chair, and we'll begin to pray. I had a few things I wanted to share, but I don't know if I'll be able to share that. But otherwise, Sister Chinere's hands are raised as a last um, contribution, except someone has a question. If you have a question, give us a thumbs up and I will take one or two questions and we would move on to pray. Good evening, Mama. Yeah, all the way from Bielsa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, for me, I, I, I'm not going to contribute anything. I'm, I just... I am just grateful to God that I still have this family to join and hear the truth of God's word because coming to Bielsa, not knowing where to go, which church to go to, and in my mind, I'm sorry if that is pride, I will say I don't want anybody to spoil my theology. I don't want to be going to where I'm not sure what they are saying and all of that. So for me, this has been just like, you know, where you are sustained with the sincerity of God's word and you're hearing it as it should be. So I wake up in the morning and I'm praying those prayers. I also work in a hostile environment. Um, somebody said where I am that the people are short fused. I don't want to, I don't want to take that word, but I see it in my face all the time. But just being here, hearing God's word, waking up with the prayers, staying on it, hearing it, going online and just staying and staying with the family and hearing God's word, it, it has really sustained my, my faith, my momentum, so that I'm not missing out that, okay, I'm not in Lagos, you know, all of that. I, I, I am really grateful. So that, that this for me is a testimony. All right. Thank you so much, um, um, Chair. Thank God for the technology of being online and joining 
people from any part of the world to be blessed and to receive God's word. Well, I'm sure each person here, um, if you've spent as much as just two months with us, would have something to say about the blessing you've been blessed with. Um, but because of time, um, I'd like us to stop taking, there's no question, no one has a question, so that's fine. So I just want us to pray a bit uh, because this is the last meeting um, for the year. But before we pray, uh, I, I, I want to say just one or two things that I believe is very important, okay? Um, sometime um, in the middle of the year, about the middle of the year, to, when we entered into the last, second to the last quarter, the Lord gave us a word from the book of Genesis 22 uh, about the end of contention, finding water in the well. Let me read that scripture quickly. Um, hoping that I will not preach. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I'm sorry, Genesis 26. Did I say Genesis 22? Sorry? Genesis 26. Hallelujah. 21 from verse 22. And he moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he called its name Rehoboth because he said, for now, the Lord has made room for us and we shall be fruitful in the land. Now, this is the word the Lord gave us um, at that time. And um, we, we, we've been declaring it, but I just want to, while meditating today, I'm, I was actually wondering, you know, um, how many of us have been able to benefit and be blessed by these words, because before, uh, right at the time we we're trying to receive these ones and assimilate it, fresh words came, fresh instructions came. Um, the next seven years where we're heading to the building us all up into um, three dimensions of, of heavenly stature that God is expecting from us. And um, I just wanted to be sure that we understood what to do with these words as we move into the next year now one thing i want us to you know assure ourselves with very important please is that the next year january 1st 2023 is not necessarily your new year okay we are kairos people we are we're spiritual people that's what i mean and we're people ruled by seasons and those seasons are seasons that are to, meant to be uh, 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 um, uh, given to us by God, not Satan, right? Now there is the, my husband knows this better, the Jewish calendar and this Babylonian calendar that we're using. Actually, if you want to go natural with calendars of the earth, then the calendar to go with is the Jewish calendar. But as a child of God, you even live beyond the Jewish calendar. You live according to the times and the seasons that God has allocated to you, the portions of your life that God has allocated, seasons, different seasons. So someone is coming into this season of Rehoboth, that season might be for a period of six months, might be for a period of one year, praise God, might be for a period of one month. It will depend on how seriously you take the word 
and what you do with the word. Now, because that scripture said that when they found water in that well, the scripture I read in Genesis 22, I'm speaking to people I assume have been hearing this scripture, have, you know, these people, you, you've, you've been hearing what we've been saying concerning Genesis 26, 22. So I'm not teaching it per se. I'm just giving, I'm drawing out things from it from an enlightened, uh, to an enlightened people. So uh, um, just hearing that scripture, don't go to, you, you shouldn't have gone to bed if you went to bed uh, uh, um, because the Lord said there'll be no contention. Now, why am I saying what I'm saying? If you go to the book of, of Exodus, is it Exodus, Exodus 30, 30, 33? I'm not sure. I didn't prepare to minister this evening. I just wanted to, um, no, not Exodus, Genesis, I'm so sorry. Um, when Jacob came out from, when Jacob met um, Jacob, Genesis 33, not Exodus 33, when, when Jacob met, was going to meet Esau when he was running away from his father-in-law with his two wives and his children and all the wealth that he had gathered from Canaan and he was running back to go and meet his brother and he was afraid because Esau was going to kill him and that very night Esau had come with how many men 400 or 500 um, horsemen to come and receive his brother uh, <laughs> 400 warriors to come and receive his brother he had taken an oath he has sworn and that's that oath is alive even up till today. You can see the expressions of that of those oaths in the book in the prophets. You see it in Jeremiah, in Ezekiel, in in you know uh, the prophets. The the swearing that he swore, the fury of his vengeance that is still alive up till now, uh, and that's how he swore to kill his brother. But on that journey, God had to stop Jacob. Now this was Jacob's Rehoboth. Okay, now for him to walk into that reality, there had to be a wrestle. So even though the Lord has given you a word concerning Rehoboth, there has to be a wrestle for that contention to cease. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm sharing this with us. This is my last word for the year. There has to be a contention for that, for that. I mean, there has to be a wrestle for that contention to cease. Now, what you wrestle with is not necessarily the enemy. What you wrestle with, what Jacob wrestled with was the angel of the Lord. And the purpose of that wrestle was to remove from Jacob the things that will hinder him in life. Do you understand what I'm saying? So Jacob had to wrestle with that angel, contended for that uh, 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 um, blessing, his Rehoboth, his freedom praise God, for all contention to cease. Now you will see that, please go and read it. Read chapter 33, read 34, read 35. You see that as soon as he was done with that wrestle, what happened? He was, you know, they broke his hip and he began to limp. What did they deal with? They dealt with the core of his fleshly nature. Did you hear what I said? That wrestle was to deal with the core of his fleshly nature. Now, what is the core of your fleshly nature? I'm not talking about sin. I'm not talking about fornication or adultery. No. What is the core of your fleshly nature? You know, that, that thing in you that makes you fleshly. By fleshly, I mean carnal. I mean sensual. You know, okay? 
you are not spiritual there's there's something fleshly that is contending with your spiritual life now that's what is a core you know some you you, you look at people you say this person is like this 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 maybe this person is always angry this person has a hot temper maybe the core inside of you you would know what i'm talking about maybe it's jealousy maybe it's envy okay maybe it's trickery you are a trickery person you're you're crafty in nature now you bring that craftiness into christianity right and god you've left everything off but that core of your fleshly nature is still there there has to be a wrestle there has to be a fight with god with god's word to be free from that nature so that all contention will what will cease some of us is laziness some of us is too much sleep some of us is too much food some of us is too much enjoyment some of us is too much pleasure some of us is too much entertainment praise god hallelujah now you will see that when jacob was done with that wrestle he entered into rehoboth because as soon as he was done the angels of the lord that he encountered were the ones that wrestled with his brother's camp and sent them away the reason esau didn't bring 400 men to receive him to tell him welcome you don't bring 400 men to welcome a man uh, uh, two wives two housemates and 12 sons <laughs> and their cattle and their servants exactly you, you know that's not what you do you came for for war but bible says that god god he does what he said he maketh war to what to seize it is god that makes war to seize so the lord had to kill that desire that day saved esau and from that day contention ceased jacob i mean saved jacob contention ceased. look at it if you go right now he, he went settled in shechem as he settled in shechem let me run through it so that we can pray because time is going as he settled in shechem what happened his, the, the sons of Shechem, one of the sons of Shechem, slept with his, his daughter, Dinah. And when he, her sisters found out, the guys who slept with the woman said, look, I love this girl. I love her. I want to marry her. And the brother said, no, you can't marry our sister unless you're circumcised. You have to be like one of us. And they agreed. And by that circumcision, they would have, they would have been adopted into the family of Israel. Because that's all you need, circumcision. In the, in the flesh, circumcision of the flesh. In the spirit, circumcision of the heart. That's all you need to become a child of God. So they agreed and circumcised. But Levi and, uh, is it Levi and Judah? Levi and Simeon were so enraged. And they went and killed on the second day of the circumcision. You can imagine a fully grown man doing circumcision. How painful it will be. Now when their pain was at its, at its height, they went and slaughtered all the men. And Jacob was like, oh my God, these boys have finished me. These guys are going to wipe us out. But you know what? The Bible records that the Lord told Jacob, take your family and go to Bethel, where I met with you, where your father Abraham offered, built an altar for me. Go and meet me there. I'll wait for you there. And the Bible now says that the terror of the Lord was upon the hearts of all the men that were there. What happened? Contention has ceased. There was no contention with Esau. There was no contention with, with, with Shechem. Contention had ceased. 
So I want to challenge you this season as we go into the new year, go into the new season. If you have not wrestled yourself into this promise, I want you to use this holiday season and wrestle yourself. Find out from the Lord what is the consecration that I need to offer to you for me to go through this season that I may enter into my Rehoboth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want us to begin to... This is the battle of your destiny. Make no mistake about it. Now, Kenneth Hagin said something. <laughs> Hallelujah. Kenneth Hagin said something. Kenneth Hagin said that there's a season in your life where you fight more battles. It looks like all the battles of your life were, are consecrated on that one season. All hell would break loose. Kenneth Hagin said that if you ever fight through that season and overcome in true overcoming i don't mean winning a contract i don't mean buying a house i mean an initiation a proper initiation into the course that god has set for you of course it will naturally affect your estates it will affect your natural being praise god but if you fight through that season he said you will never face those kind of battles again in your life. I believe it's why I see it in the life of Jacob. I see it in life. After he fought that angel and they broke that cord, they took away that nature from him, contention ceased. He began to just enjoy his life and he began to live off of his father's inheritance. Hallelujah. I want us to pray this season we must enter, there must be a battle. We must enter into our portion, our allocation in Christ Jesus. The battle for our destiny. The battle for our destiny, our portion. The Lord is my portion in the land of the living. What portion of the Lord have you received? Has been released into your hands. You're holding it. You know, this is my portion. I want us to begin to pray tonight. Hallelujah. Masoko talabaya. I want you to ask the Lord, Lord, show me my consecration. Show me my consecration. I don't want to waste the next three, four weeks saying it's Christmas holiday. Let me tell you, Christmas holiday is even a hedonistic holiday. It's not a spiritual holiday, but the whole world is resting at this time. But use it for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Use it to move yourself ahead spiritually. So I want you to tell the Lord tonight, show me my consecration. Show me what I ought to be doing. Show me halakupasana because it is compulsory for you to fulfill destiny. You must fight the battle of your destiny. You must fight that battle. You must wrestle through it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I want you to pray and ask the Lord, give me the wisdom. Let me even understand what I'm fighting. Some of us are in, are in battles. We have no understanding why we're fighting those battles. We don't know what the enemy is contending for in our lives. We don't know what we are fighting for. You think it's money. You think it's, it's, it's business. No, 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 no. It might be other things, but you need to know it. 
You need to know it. I want you to pray. Ask the Lord, Lord, show me the reason. Show me where I'm fighting this battle. Show me what it means to you. Show me what you want me to do. Show me how you want to fight. You how you want me to fight. Show me the things I ought to know. Reveal to me what I ought to know in the name of Jesus. And when you ask the Lord those questions, I learned recently, don't ask casually. Don't ask once and go. Ask for a season. Ask him every day for three weeks, four weeks, one month, two months until you hear. And I want to prophesy over us in the name of Jesus that the spirit of grace and supplication is upon you. The spirit of grace and supplication is upon you. The spirit of grace and supplication is upon me. The spirit of grace and supplication is upon us. This company, the spirit of grace and supplication is upon you. The spirit of grace and supplication is upon you. The spirit of grace and supplication is upon you. You will not be weak. You will not be weakened in the name of Jesus. In battle, you will not be weakened in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, there are many types of battle. There are battles to overcome the flesh. There are battles. Some people, you see spirits that want them to offend God. is resting on them. is fighting them so they can do something wrong. It's a fight. It's a battle. It's not you. You know you hate that stuff. But something is pushing you down. Something wants you to offend God. And you are fighting. Different kinds of battles. Hallelujah. But the spirit of grace and supplication is resting on you tonight in the name of Jesus. As you, as you shut down this, this, this meeting tonight, that the grace of God, tangible grace of God will rest upon you to go through, to labor in the name of Jesus. Father, we receive grace. Father, we receive grace. Father, we receive grace. Oh, unfortunately, I'm not really prepared to teach Hallelujah. But we receive grace in the name of Jesus. Lord, we receive grace in the name of Jesus. But I ask you to visit each and every person right here, right now. Visit each and every person right here, right now. Let clarity come. Let clear instructions come. Let clear directions come in the name of Jesus. Let understanding into our consecration be revealed to us because of the days ahead. 2023 and beyond is not going to be easier. In every dimension of life, I'm telling you, it's not going to be easier. It's not, what I mean, it's not going to be easier than 2022. When 2020 came, everybody said, oh, praise God, is you know, it's over. No, it's going to be from one issue after another. It's only those who are strong. Bible says, the scripture says that God is going to shake everything. Shake the whole world. Shake the mountains. Shake all the systems of this world. He says it's only the unshakable that will be able to stand. The purpose of this ministry, Kevadlam, is to help you become unshakable if you will do what we ask you to do. Don't just come in and not do anything. You will, it won't profit you. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for grace. Thank you for the spirit of grace. Thank you for the spirit of supplication. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we bless you. Now, if you have your bread and your wine, 
I want you to bring it out this evening and let's break bread. Hallelujah. Please can Shinedu bring um, communion elements. And they still can pray over us. He was here a moment ago. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to employ an appeal to all of us to make this um, holiday season a, a retreat season, family rebuilding season. I want to, I want to encourage us all to uh, forgive our spouses, forgive our husbands, forgive our wives. I want to encourage and appeal to all of us to um, um, uh, begin to do things that you left off doing praise God, you know, things that built love, things that built family bonding. Please, I want us to go pick them up again and rebuild that altar of love and, and unity and oneness in the family so that the blood of Jesus would be able to do what the blood is in our midst to do. The blood in our midst has an assignment. Now, some of the things that we do hinders the blood hinders angels, praise God. But I want us to revisit old commitments, old love, old you know, affections, things that we used to do that brought our families together, that bonded us together, that made you special before your husband, that made the wife special before, I mean, made the husband special before the wife. I want us to revisit these um, altars this Christmas holiday. Praise God. And let me tell you something. If you're not fasting and you're eating as a family, you're feasting as a family, I want you to feast with the consciousness that Jesus comes to your every dinner. Each time you gather together, a Christian family, you gather together to eat. Make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. The Lord comes. The Lord comes. Now, in the Old Testament, all of God's feast was about food. All the feasts where the celebration around the feast, even though in the temple, even though in Jerusalem, but it was done with food, different kinds of food, depending on the season of the feast. Now in the New Testament, Jesus is our feast, quite all right. So we're feasting on the Lord, but still there is something about family meal times. There is something about fellowship meal times, brethren dwelling together, in unity if you look at the early church the bible says that they went from what from house to house sharing their food in common breaking bread from house to house and the lord was with them and the holy ghost brought great comfort to them the comfort of the spirit hallelujah father we thank you for the breaking of the bread this is your flesh this is where you took all our sins. This is where you took all our diseases. This is where you took all our sicknesses. Hallelujah. And Father, lift up the cup. This is the blood of the new and everlasting covenant. This is the blood of our redemption. It is through the blood of Jesus that we have received redemption. But as we eat and drink tonight, we reenact, we rejuvenate 
we call up again the powers of this everlasting covenant, the voice of this everlasting covenant, the authority of this everlasting covenant over our lives, over our bodies, over our children, over our marriages, over our homes, over the works of our hands in the name of Jesus. We declare that by this covenant, we are truly a blessed people. We are blessed. We are blessed by the forgiveness of sins. We are blessed by the redemption of our bodies. We are blessed. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Please, can we just eat the flesh of Jesus and drink his blood? Amen. All right. Have a very Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, my husband calls it Hanukkah. This is the season of Hanukkah in Israel. So happy Hanukkah, happy uh, celebration of the birth of Jesus. I still believe in the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. Okay. So celebrate Jesus, celebrate love. Forgive anyone that has offended you, please. I beg you in this season, let love and forgiveness rule your heart. Put away malice, put away gossiping, put away anger. Praise God. Hallelujah. And God give you victory on every side in the name of Jesus. Um, Sister, Sister Stella, is she still here? Sister Stella, is she still here? Yes, Sister Stella, you're still here. Um, This is... Yesterday, someone asked me about the heart series. Today, someone is asking me about the heart series. So I'm going to sit down during this holiday um, and do a few more teachings on the heart series. I'll go back and see where I stopped. I, I thought I treated the different all the different hearts um, in that scripture. Now, the heart series is very important. If you've never listened to it, please go and listen to it. Because Jesus said that this is the chief of all parables. This is the door into the kingdom. The parable is the door into the kingdom. If our hearts are not circumcised, we're wasting time. You can be a believer, you can speak in tongues all you want, but if you don't understand the workings of the heart and the trickery of the enemy to shield the heart from circumcision, you will never be able to make it into the kingdom of God, even though you're a Christian. Okay? So please take time, go listen to it. I'll post more teachings on the heart series um, during the holiday, um, just here and there, you know, not not on any um, sequence the day i have i have the time i'll do a teaching i'll ask my husband if he can do some and we'll um, spread it around the kivadulam family uh, god bless you so much and good night let's share the grace on mute let me hear your voices it always sounds beautiful hearing everyone's voice at the same time sister yvonne's hands are raised sister yvonne you have something to say I just wanted to say that the heart series is on YouTube, so the yes. the older ones are on YouTube, so they can feed on that over the Okay, all right, okay, awesome. So you heard that heart series on YouTube, so you can go on YouTube and get um the series. I think we have like twelve series on YouTube for us to glean from. All right, let's share the grace of God in fellowship.
Hello, everyone. Love you, Mama. Love you, Mama. Love you too, Francis. Thank you, Pastor Francis Jr. I love you. Love it. Love it. Good night, everyone. Sleep well. See you at, at, at see you at the immersion. See at the immersion. If you haven't registered, please register. Please talk to your neighbors, talk to your friends. Jesus is coming for the immersion. Kechi, hi, how are you? Shalom. 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 <laughs> Um, God bless you, my son. God bless you too. Awesome. Good evening, Mama. Good evening. Good evening, Good evening. You're blessed.